In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes in order to make us His disciples. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, predecessors have kind of a, well, not too good history with the way that uh, their jobs come about. I mean, if you think about it, think about the predecessors that you know from culture or from business or from leadership. If you know people that follow great successes, normally what happens to them is that if they try to be the same great success as the person that they followed, they fail. And so we get together and we kind of wonder who's going to take over for Mark Zuckerberg now that his Facebook has gone completely public, the IPO is out there, and it seems like it's falling down. Who's going to be the person who is his predecessor, who comes up behind him and says, I can fix this. If it's somebody who's exactly like Mark Zuckerberg, it's probably not going to work. Because, normally, it doesn't work. In fact, what you need to do in order to be a success following another success, people have figured this out, is you have to be somewhat different than the person that you are following. Because otherwise, you're always going to be in that person's shadow. And that happens throughout generations, that happens throughout all sorts of different things. If you are a younger sibling, I'm not, if you are a younger sibling, you probably realize this, especially if you went to the same school as your older sibling. And you went to that school, and all of a sudden, you were not known as yourself. You were known as little so-and-so. And in order to become known as yourself, you had to be somewhat different. You had to say, well, this is actually who I am. We recognize that it's difficult to follow someone who has been such a great success. Warren Buffett, not Jimmy Buffett, the Margaritaville guy. Warren Buffett, the multi-millionaire investor guy. His son, Peter recognized how difficult this was. And Peter Buffett, even though he could have had his dad's entire investing business, said, eh, there's no way I'm going to be as good as Warren Buffett. And so what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to play piano. And I'm going to be a composer. And I am going to be more like Jimmy Buffett and play music, and not so much like Warren Buffett, and invest my money. Well, he recognized how difficult it was for us to follow somebody who was a great success. Of course, Matthias, he didn't have to worry about that. He wasn't following a great success. He was following a great failure. If you look at our Acts rating, Matthias is the guy who is chosen in order to follow up Judas. I mean, that's a pretty easy guy to follow. 
I was just up in Illinois, and, and one of the other speakers up there, well, he wasn't that great of a speaker, and, um, and so I was really very happy that he was there. He was my Judas, and I was Matthias. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great, because now I can be mediocre like I normally am, and I'll sound fantastic. Matthias is put into this situation where he's having to follow Judas, who's an easy person to follow, but that's not the only person that he's following. He's also following somebody who is incredibly difficult to follow. You see, he's being included into this group of 12 disciples. 12 disciples of this guy who is named Jesus, who we all probably in this room know how hard it is to follow that act. We know how hard it is to follow behind Jesus and try to do the things that he does because he was sinless and we're not, because he was perfect and we're not, because he was totally righteous and we're not. We have to follow, like Matthias, behind this Jesus Christ. And we have to try our best to live up to the title that he gives to us as well. That title of disciple. Now that title is kind of a weird title. We we don't use it very often. But essentially what it means is it's sort of like a student who does stuff. In fact, probably what would be better in our minds if we were going to do sort of a message translation version of the Bible, probably the better thing for us to do right now in our culture is to say the 12 interns. Because that's what they were. They were interning under Jesus. Jesus was teaching them stuff and then saying, okay, now you go out and try this. Oh, look at that. You failed. Fantastic. What did you learn? Just like a good intern does. Some of you are in your internships right now and you understand that's the whole dynamic of that process. Matthias is being brought into this. He's, he's gone through sort of the, the boardroom selection where um, they had Matthias and a guy with three names, and they said, well, maybe not the guy with three names. Um, never trust a guy with three names. Um, but it was actually God who chose Matthias through the casting of those lots. And God chooses you as well. God chooses you to be his interns. The people that are following after him, listening to what he is saying, and walking out into a world that's filled with sin, and filled with all sorts of things that are difficult to follow. And to make things even more difficult, you have to follow your own Judases too. You know, there's... there's Christians they have to follow those Christians that they're those Christians 
They, they're never these Christians, those Christians, those Christians that are judgmental, those Christians that don't know what they're talking about, those Christians that are superstitious, those Christians, those Christians, those Christians, those Christians. Those Christians that are hypocritical, those Christians that are whatever. You have to follow them. Of course, when you follow them, you start to realize you're not too different. You start to say, Oh no. I'm a little bit like Judas. In fact, if I really think about it, and maybe Matthias had this in his mind as well, if I really think about it, I I think I'm maybe even closer to being Judas than what I am close to being Jesus. And you're stuck. And you say, oh my goodness, what do I do? And you're left with that same kind of despair that Judas was. The despair that we totally skip over in our Acts reading. You'll notice that there's a bunch of verses that we skip over. You know why we skip over? Because Judas is in such despair that he goes out to a tree and goes, and then all of his guts spill out every place. I mean, it's a really cool reading. I don't know why we skipped over it. He was in such despair over being Judas. Over being the one who was the hypocrite. Over being the one who was imperfect. The one who made a mistake. The one who betrayed his Lord. That he went out and he hung himself. He knew he wasn't like Jesus. He knew his internship looked like it had failed. And because of that, he took his own life. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in that level of despair yourself. I really hope that you haven't. But that's the level of despair that Judas feels over letting his Lord down. And I think the law in this text is really that despair. That since we are sinners, that since we are so imperfect, that since we are so much closer to Judas than we are to Jesus, that we should own that despair of Judas ourselves. We should say, Lord, I am not perfect, and because of that, I deserve death. But instead, God says, yes, you do. You deserve to be Judas. You deserve to be seen as Judas. You deserve to be seen as that sinner, that betrayer, that person who gave up his Lord for a measly 30 pieces of silver. That's what you do deserve. But instead... I'm going to take that shame upon myself. I'm going to take that loneliness upon myself. I'm going to take that hypocrisy on myself. I am going to take it and I am going to take it to a cross and I am going to die hanging on a tree. Not you. 
Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose you all over again. Your name is no longer Judas. Now your name is Matthias. You are the one whom God has chosen. You are the one whom God has made new. You are the one who God says, You are my disciple. And yes, you will fail. But don't ever let yourself feel that despair. Because I'm always here to forgive your sins. To renew you. And to give you something new to do. Our risen Lord rises you out of the tomb of your despair and sets you on the path once again. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Please rise.